Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. I'm Danielle. Hi. Hey there. Welcome to our podcast. Yes. We are talking about Steve's message, Pastor Steve's message from Sunday, Encourage to be a Peacemaker. And it was great. Yeah. So we're not going to do as good a job narrating it as he did (laughs) preaching it. So we encourage you to listen there and then come back. Yeah. Here, but he said, How do we encourage peace? His whole what he's done all year as pastor's been preaching and it's courageous. He's like, Okay, then how do we encourage? How do we put that courage into other people? Yeah. How do we encourage peace? And he said, By being a peacemaker. Yeah. And we have to make peace with God, make peace with the body, and make peace with everyone were his yeah. three main points. Yep. And uh, what I really liked is. Um, during worship, one of the songs that we sang actually went through the Beatitudes. Yeah. Because um, it's so good to remind ourselves of those. Um, I, I just want to read through some of them. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs shall be the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are those who meek, who are meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. And then in verse 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, so interesting, the pairing there. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And I think a lot of times in, in our society today, children are not thought of as peacemakers. Mm. They're thought of, uh, they're just they're rowdy, they're loud. Uh, I know historically as like children are to be seen and not heard. But... Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And in other times, Jesus talked about being childlike. You know, those who must come with a childlike faith. And this is all just kind of, you know, I'm an internal processor, Mm -hmm. kind of processing this externally, and some of it's just kind of hitting me. Mm -hmm. And how he's paralleling these things that are not necessarily obvious pairs, you mm-hmm. know, peacemaking and being childlike, mm-hmm. accepting the kingdom of God, childlike. Well, I think it's how we act like him and his children also, in addition to what you're saying, that as his ambassadors, we make peace. He is the ultimate peacemaker mm-hmm. when he made peace with God on our behalf. Yeah. Um, and so we can act like him and be his children and have the attitude that you're describing, the posture. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really good. I I think one of the biggest things that stood out to me um, in the message was he said, I may not be able to have peace with everyone, but I can still make peace yeah. with everyone even if they don't accept it. And the analogy he it was said so was, good. <laughs> he said, I can make bread and I can give it to them and they don't have to 
have the bread that I made. Mm -hmm. I don't have to accept it. So I can make peace. I can work for peace. And we talked about that, I think, last week. Like, how do we work for peace? And that question really, like, flows into this week's message, too. Mm -hmm. We can work for peace. And we can make peace. That doesn't mean that I will have peace with everyone. Which which is is tough because like you want you want peace to be the outcome, and you know he he brought up the scripture in so much as it is up to me right live in peace because there are, there are some people in our lives that that peace might not be the outcome it might mm-hmm. it, it might end up you know through through a miraculous working of God and the Holy Spirit. But it might not. Um, but I think that's also freeing, though. It is. That's true. Because it's, I can only be responsible for me. Yeah. I can't be responsible for you. And if I'm doing the right thing before the Lord, if I am making peace and I'm extending peace, then the we tend to, I think, like hold that burden on ourselves. And yes, we need to, we are called to be peacemakers. We need to do the work, but we can't make people do anything. And it's not my job to make you do anything else. Right. It's my job to love you, to pray for you, to extend peace to you yeah. as my neighbor. And then it's your job to obey the same. Yeah. And yeah. so it, I think it, it lifts some burdens in places where peace is maybe a struggle mm-hmm. as much as it depends on me. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I love one of, one of his sub points was, you know, in order to be a peacemaker, we need to make peace with God. And a lot of times we celebrate like these deathbed confessionals where in, in a person's dying breath, they say, God, you're you're it. And, and, and that's powerful. And I, and I don't want to undermine that. But we can have God's peace today. And mm-hmm. we can start walking towards that peace. We might not experience that today, but we can start walking towards that peace mm-hmm. today. We can start forgiving. We can start uh, apologizing. We can start positioning ourselves to receive peace. We can start doing what we can do to walk out peace with those around us we can do that today mm-hmm. he and on that note something he talked about was that if we have a lack of peace somewhere that we are not reconciled and you know in your checkbook or in like you have to reconcile your accounts and see like what is it actually what do i think it's supposed to be and then like ex- like make peace between those two bring some mm-hmm. harmony there and so if there's something in our lives that is not in peace there's a lack of reconciliation and that we we have to do the work and ask ourselves like what is here like what is happening what is true not just what do i feel or what is my perception of truth but what is true and then what does the gospel say and i think that's if we encounter a lack of peace i think that's what we need to do we need to say in I'm thinking this, but then I also just saw these questions from Rich Velotis uh, from New Life in New York. What happened? What am I feeling? What's a story I'm telling myself? What does the gospel say? 
and what's the action required of me, even if it's counterintuitive. So, and that is good for peacemaking too. With, it doesn't have to be relationally even, it can be financial. If I'm lacking peace financially, well, what happened? Okay, an unexpected bill came. What am I feeling? I'm feeling afraid. What if I don't have the money? What if, whatever, like what if we can't pay the bill? What's the story I'm telling myself? Well, the story could be we're going to get evicted, whatever. I mean, this is dramatic, but this is an example. What's the gospel say? The gospel says that he he meets our needs. He is our provider. He gives us our daily bread. And then what's the counterintuitive act required of me? Maybe it's to tithe. Maybe it's to pray. Maybe it's to fast. Maybe it's to get a second job. Like... And that is, that's just one example. But if there's yeah. not peace with, with our child, with our roommate, with our coworker, okay, what happened? What am I feeling? What's the story I'm telling myself? And how does that line up with what the gospel says is true? Yeah. That's great because I know we've talked about this before, but it doesn't undermine your feelings and what you're experiencing in that moment. It addresses it mm-hmm. and puts it, in the light of the gospel, which mm-hmm. is what we need to look at it through. That's the gospel is what is the lens through which we need to mm-hmm. evaluate our lives. Mm-hmm. But our feelings might not be facts, but they're so relevant. They're mm-hmm. still part of what we're experiencing. They need to be validated and honored and then dealt with pro- mm-hmm. and properly ordered because yeah. in a moment, you know, you freak out, you know, Yeah. but Take a breath, Yeah. take a step back, and then those questions are great. Yeah, I appreciated them. That's good. I think we need to remember that. And that is a way that we can be peacemakers, too, because then if we're walking into a meeting at work and it's stressful, what's happening? What am I feeling? What's everybody feeling? What is the story we're communicating to the company? Yeah, Yeah, that's great. What does the gospel say? And then what do we need to do? Yeah. Um, because seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. And if we're lacking peace, I think we're not reconciled to that truth. Yeah. That if we seek first the kingdom, yeah, all will be added. That's really good. And it, I, I think it has to be so wrapped in humility. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you can... You can come across kind of arrogant when trying to walk someone towards peace. Mm. Um, But wrapping in humility, approaching them in love and and giving them dignity. um, And because... Walking someone towards peace, it's got to be one of the, the kindest things that we can do. Because mm-hmm. there's so there's such a lack of it. Mm-hmm. There's such a lack of peace. Mm-hmm. And being able to walk, walk with someone. Because mm-hmm. I don't have it all together. I don't walk in peace all, all the time right. in, in all my spheres of life. Um, but I... I at least at least think I know the direction I need to be walking, and I know that there are people in my life 
like you, who help remind me to keep things in perspective. What does the gospel say about it? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and we can, in humility, pray mm-hmm. for our neighbors, ask these questions, and be there, and be a work for peace. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. God, we thank you that you are the God of peace and that we can know that peace today. God, and, it, and it's simply accepting you as who you say you are. You are the creator of the universe who sent Jesus to your son to die for our sins. And we recognize that. And when we do, we can accept your peace. And we thank you for that gift. Help us to walk that out this week. Help us to point others towards peace. In your name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.